Carter, episode eight. Episode eight. Season one. Been doing this for two months now. Yeah, oh my god. Every week. That's what we talk about today, Jess. Well, we're going to talk with Jennifer here. This is the lovely Jennifer. Um, uh, let's see. We decided to talk a little bit about, I guess, life and death. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty kind of heavy subject, but at the same time, can be a little bit light since... We're all alive. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I was, uh, I think one day I was just doing something and you messaged me like, hey, thanks for the podcasts and, and um, you know, they, they kind of mean a little bit to me because you went through something this summer um, yeah. and, uh, you know, with your dad passing away and I figured there's, there's no reason why we can't have you on the show and talk about how things have resonated with you. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so my dad passed away in July, and uh, no, it's just interesting, like, how, you know, you know somebody your whole life, and then all of a sudden, they're just not there anymore. Gone. So, that was, that was crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like, the, one of the things that a friend of mine told me when, when her mom passed away is, she said, I got the news from my brother that my mother passed away, and the first person I wanted to call was my mom. Yeah. And she was just like, oh, shit. Yeah, you <laughs> can't do that. You can't so. do that. <laughs> like, yeah. who else are you going to talk to? My whenever? dad was, like, the one that would, um, like, calm all of us down. Like, we would just be, I have two younger sisters. Mm-hmm. And anytime we were, like, losing our minds, he would just be like, yeah, yeah. He would just be very calm about it. Yep. And my mom is more like us, so, like... Then, you know, who's going to calm us all down now? Yeah. Like, we don't have that person anymore. Yeah, your mom's so. like your biggest cheerleader, and then dad is like your biggest center. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That's so. pretty cool. Yeah. Well, how have things been since July? Like, what what has been, and you can talk on however long the subject needs to be. We've got some time this morning, but... Um, I'm going to scoot this over just a little bit. Yeah, you want to scoot it over? I was just, I was looking at the little waves here. Let's do it. I just want to make sure... Uh, your voice support. really good, yeah. Boom, right there. Yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit about what life has been like for you since July, since um, your dad's passing. So it's weird being here because we live in a bubble mm-hmm. here. Like, you know, the world, world goes on outside of us. Absolutely. Sort of, and we're just kind of existing. I don't know if that makes sense. It's like Pleasantville. Yeah. So, I can go throughout a day and be totally fine. Something will hit me, and it'll be like, oh, I want to call it. Yeah, I remember, yeah. And then I remember that he's actually not right. here, you yeah. know, so I can't talk to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's, it's very strange. It's very strange to have that, that feeling, mm-hmm. like you walk around with it, like, daily. Yeah. You know. And it's almost like you don't even know it's there until... Yeah. Well, I mean, at first, like, I just... It just felt like somebody was, like, sitting on my chest. Okay. Like, all the time. And then, you know, it subsides a little bit, but, I mean, time doesn't, doesn't make do it much, easier. Right? Well, yeah. It does some, but not... Yeah. It doesn't take it all away. Right. Right. You know? And then, you know, people are like, oh, I just thought you were just sad. Well, I don't even know what that's supposed to mean. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sad, but there's a lot of other things that I'm feeling too. You yeah, know? there's a lot of unpacking behind mm. sad, you know, and and there can be other descriptors. I I think that's when, like when you mentioned sad and how people are saying, "Oh, I thought you were just sad." It really strikes a note with me because. I've been recently getting into understanding what feelings actually are right. and getting in touch with how feelings should be described, you know, mm-hmm. with their adjectives and things like such. And sad is just one nomenclature. Like there is melancholy, there is somber, there's there's all these depressive statements, you know, anxious goes mm-hmm. with it. And so when people are like, oh, I thought you were just sad, it's just... It's kind of strange that there's an assumption in the statement and there's this kind of blanket, just sad. Mm-hmm. Like, that, it makes me think of the movie Inside Out where sadness was just like, I don't know why, but I am. And there's so much more to me than just sad. And, right. it, and it's kind of, it's so strange that in this, in this <coughs> world, we don't, really, we don't really expand on 
the broad base of emotions that we go through. Because mm-hmm. there's so much more to it. There's yeah. so much more to it. That movie was messed up. It was. <laughs> it was I mean, a good for movie. a kid. No, yeah. yeah, it was a good movie. <laughs> like, yeah. It was really real. It's just, my goodness. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of undertones that kids <laughs> that just did not exactly pick up on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was that Disney? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. That okay. Pixar picture? Yeah. I didn't know it was Disney. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Though. So since July, you've been kind of trying to. I guess have you have you been content with being in the bubble or have you like I have so it's very strange like I like I like a schedule I like you know things to be the same all the time so being here has been kind of like my safety net mm-hmm. you know and I don't like to step out of it very much mm-hmm. um when we first got back in beginning of August I refused to go to the commissary for a while. Yeah. Like, I just didn't want to see anybody. Like, I was like, nope, <clears throat> not going. Yeah, you're really recluse. You wanted to be Because I was space. afraid, like, I would have to talk to somebody about where, where we were and how we were doing and everything else. Like, I just didn't want to. That's why you purchase headphones. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I would just put them in and pretend that my, there are people that my, my, my Bose headphones are actually named uh, Convo Avoiders. So. I like <laughs> I that. I just thought it was funny. Yeah. Yeah, so I just avoided. Yeah. Like, really avoided. Is that because talking about it made it real, or you just didn't want to talk about it? I think it both. Yeah. I think both. Depending on the day. Yeah. Because I remember, like, when we were driving, so... He passed away on, like, a Wednesday. And this is such a bad joke, but, like, did you ever watch Dane Cook at all? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know how he's always like, yeah, the crappiest things always happen on a Wednesday. He's like, yep. I don't understand. Yeah, so it happened on a Wednesday. <laughs> and we left on the rotator on a Friday. Oh, and wow. then we got to Virginia and got in a car and drove to Chicago. And so that's it was like, like a, That's like an 11-hour drive or something? Good. Pretty good it's hike. Like almost 15. 15? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we had been traveling for like 24 plus hours mm-hmm. by the time we got there, you know. So now here. that undue stress and everything else. It was like, it was like a bullet like propelling us like towards this future mm-hmm. that I did not want yeah, to come into contact with. Right. It was very... It was very deep. Very surreal. Yeah. Oh, my God. <clears throat> so <clears throat> how is that as being a mother as well? Because, like, you, you know, like you said, there's this person you've known your whole life, but now they're not there. Mm-hmm. And someone's so close. If you're so blessed to have a relationship with your father like that, then how is it being your own parent and being the constant and some has that kind of been a little bit of a relation for you or is it still um so to tell the kids like I never like thought that I was gonna like have to tell them something like this or whatever so and I would say I'm religious but more spiritual Mm -hmm. than religious if that makes any sense so I don't know I know other people would say, like, oh, tell them that, you know, grandpa's in heaven and all this other stuff. But to them, like, what is heaven? You know what I mean? What is this huge concept? Yes. You know what I mean? So we had an Usborne book that was, like, of the body. And we had it out and we showed the kids, like, this is what stopped working. If this doesn't work, then the rest of your body doesn't work either. Mm -hmm. And grandpa passed away. And then we explained it, you know, scientifically like that to them. And then we said, he's no longer living. Like, we're walking around. And then we presented heaven as a concept to them. Yes. Because I was afraid that they would just be like, oh, he's in the sky. Like, cool. Yeah, I explained. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's exactly what I did. It. Yeah. No, that's... And I think... I think a lot of people don't give kids as much faith as they should. Mm-hmm. Kids are so accepting of information. You know, I mean, when, when you have them as an infant, you completely take care of them. And then when they are toddlers and they're adventuring, you give shouts like, don't touch the fire, you're going to die. Don't put right. your finger in the socket, you're going to die. Don't stab yourself with that knife, you're going to die. Mm-hmm. And so there's all these absolutes that children accept. 
and they're very quick to just wrap their head around it. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when you just tell them, like, hey, this is what happened, they have a few questions because oh, they're yeah. curious. Mm-hmm. And then beyond that, they're like, okay, well, this is a part mm-hmm. of, you know, they just know to accept it. Well, and then we didn't we didn't bring them into the funeral home, mm-hmm. like into the room, into the wake. The wake yeah. Because I just didn't know how they would how they would feel right. like and I honestly didn't want them to have that last memory of my dad like that them being six years old you know? were they six you said yeah yeah them being six that's that's a lot to take in especially at that age like Jack he's five and he's like like over emotional about yeah. everything mm-hmm. and everything it's just oh my goodness yeah yeah, so. like, he'll accidentally graze me on the shoulder, you know. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <gasps> I'm yeah. like, what are you doing? <laughs> What's wrong? Come on, man, chill. It's fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. so. But, you know, it's their grandpa. So it's like, <clears throat> every now and then, Ethan especially, like, has a book of, like, pictures. And he'll be like, oh, I miss grandpa. And I'm like, yeah, buddy, you know. But wasn't that so fun, like, when you did that? Like, thank goodness you have these pictures, you know, to look back on or, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. But... It's hard being a parent and then like explaining it to them and dealing with their emotions too on that subject and yes it's it's tough even now because mm-hmm. like I said Ethan will be like grandpa's dead and he'll just say it you know they're gonna kind of really blunt like, about it holy hell you're like yeah. I have some like, luggage about this still can like, you give me a break I felt like you just kicked me mm-hmm. like. So what is that, what has it done as far as, like, your daily life? Is there anything existential that a close death like this has brought to you? Because I know you're always, you're very active in your, like, crafting, creativity, community involvement. Um, Everyone that I know has wonderful things to say about you. Like, that, you know, like, we come, like I said, when we came up to your door, I was, I felt comfortable to be like, hey, and then just kind of, like, start walking in as you say, like, come on in. Like, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. Thanks, so, I knew that. Yeah, and then, you know, like, we come in, and it's it's obviously a family home, but, you know, you, you work to make sure that everything is where it's supposed to be. So is there anything for you that in your daily life has kind of, I don't know, made you think, like, you only have one life? Or, you know, just kind of brought up a little bit of awareness and intensity, like, maybe... I don't know. You get a flat tire, and you're just like, "This isn't even. This is no big deal at all whatsoever." Like, so if there's it's something funny, you say that because, like, you know, friends will like complain about like little things, and mm. I'll be like, "Damn it, you're still living." Yes. Like you're 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 alive. You're alive to complain about that. Mm-hmm. Like, be happy about that. Yeah. Or be happy that you can do these things, because there's people who can't. Mm-hmm. Because they're dead. <laughs> because they're freaking dead. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, I know that's so, like, morbid to, like, it's, say that, but, like, truthful. <laughs> sometimes I feel like screaming yeah. that at people, like, God, shut up. You probably should. Just, like, I think you should. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I definitely think, I you, I mean, yeah, if you have a little tact and you present it to just be like, well, you know, you're alive, so I'm glad you're complaining. Yeah. And if you do scream at somebody like that, I just make sure I'm there so I can scream at them too. Because I want to scream at people as well. Like, yeah. Especially people that just bitch and complain about everything. I mean, I'm not exempt from the complaining. No, but there's but, some you know, people that's all yeah. the time. That's all they do. That's yeah. true. That's true. Well, because the other thing that I tr- that I was kind of wrapping my head around when I was kind of writing down some notes to see what was ticking in my head and sort of meditating on the subject, I was just like, like two things are really kind of picking up here when I was thinking about it. Because I too have been very close with death a few times. I've lost friends when I was very young. Um, I've lost family members when I was very young. And then in the military, I, you know, that, that experience as well, um, being overseas. And I just thought to myself a couple of things. Like number one, you're dead a lot longer than you are alive. Um, which makes the whole concept of life is short this sort of, like, I get I get sort of FOMO, you know, like a fear of missing out. It's also a little bit of a paradox, though, Yeah. if you think about it. Yeah, because life is hella long, <clears> and some <throat> days I'm just like, oh, man, I've only been on this earth for 32 years. Yeah. And it was long as, shit, it was long as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I've been through a lot. Yeah. In those years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
And the next 32 are going to be wild. And then after that, yeah. I'm going to kind of resort to being childlike again because I'm going to start pooping my pants again. It's like Benjamin Button. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I mean, it's just... You're going to look like Brad Pitt. Oh, hell yeah. That was, that was Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah. Pitt. yeah. I'm going to go through puberty again. <laughs> Maybe I'll get hot. Maybe I'll get taller. Yeah, we'll see. see what happens. No, it's just like, like you know, you're, you're dead a lot longer than you are alive. And... You, as much as I know, I don't remember a past life. No. Like, so if if we only have this one, like, what are we doing here? I know. Like, we are the result of billions of years of evolution, and I get strange. really pissed off when I look at people and they're not fucking acting like it. So my dad, my dad was a Christian, mm-hmm. but like he also believed in evolution too, mm-hmm. which is so funny, like, because it's kind of yeah, a little contrary yeah. sometimes. Well, my dad always said stuff like that too, like just. Live your life. Mm-hmm. Just live your life. He he lived his life serving others. Oh, that's cool. You know, so like, he was a, a washer and dryer repairman. Cool. For his last years. Yeah. You know, that he lived, but that wasn't all he did. And uh, he would be like, yeah, so I went in this house today, and, da, 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 and I was talking to these people, and he's like, just, he would tell you like these stories all the time. My dad could talk to anyone mm-hmm. and he had he had a sense of humor but it was kind of dry yeah and so yeah I always think like oh, I got that from you dad like you know I can pretty much walk and talk to anyone yeah you know have a conversation with anybody yeah be able to speak well with them and, not, and but like I really yeah your sense of humor is hilarious though because a couple times where we were talking I'd be like, was that was that a joke? Like, I want to laugh because it was funny, was but that's serious? also like, should I be like, ooh, that, that was fucked up? <laughs> like, are you? Do you want a hug or like a laugh? <laughs> yeah, because like the other bit of it that going back to kind of the complaining bit is with all the seven and a half billion people in the world. The only one who has a privilege to complain is 7.5 billion. Yeah. That guy in last place or that chick in last place, everybody else is winning who's above them. Like, they don't even know that yeah, they're in last place. Exactly. So are they so complaining? They're, they're good. Yeah, usually they're, I don't I could, I could bet that whomever's in last place is probably just like, well, shit. Yeah. You know, that's about, that's about all there this is. This is what we're doing. Just working on like, getting the, uh, the blue turtle shell. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Knocking out the first player. That's what it is. Well, that's like, um, I was on Instagram and I saw, there's this chick that I look up to, Dana Lynn Bailey for physique, and she was doing some squats. And when she was doing some squats, um, she didn't want to do half the workout, but there was a guy behind her who had been doing some upper body weight. And um, for whatever, he had some sort of medical disability to where his legs did not operate well. So he was on the, the little um, walking crutches. Mm-hmm. And he was cheering her from behind. And that like really struck her emotionally to be like, I have legs. Mm-hmm. Why am I not excited to use them? Right. Why am I not reaching my maximum human potential right now? Mm-hmm. This guy doesn't have legs and he's in here doing his best to hit chest, arms, abs, whatever, back. All the things that he knows he can do. And, you know, whatever therapy he does for his legs on the side. Yeah. So it's one of those things where when someone passes, you know, you honor their life. You honor their livelihood and the the effect and the influence that they've had on you. And you hope that you can bless others with that same influence. Right. But beyond that, it's kind of like use what you've got because it's not going to be there forever. So it's interesting because um, my one sister is pregnant Mm -hmm. right now. And my other sister just had a baby. Okay. In August. Which is, it's like, now if you want to look at the circle of life, that's the circle of life right there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, one generation comes out and one comes in, Mm -hmm. you know? So it was very, it was very Lion King-esque. Yeah. 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 So. That's got to be crazy for her too. Mm -hmm. Having to go through those emotions. Yeah. Gosh. And I mean, you know what it's like being nine months, Mm -hmm. eight, nine months pregnant and having to deal with all that. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's so, gotta be wild. And my other sister, she was newly pregnant. Mm. Yeah. So all the phases of life right there yeah. from start to end. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yeah. So how's uh, wow. how's your sisters handling it? Are they doing 
Have you guys been kind of talking? We we have like a group chat, mm. and we send like you know stupid photos and stuff to each other. I mean, like before that, we weren't really that close. I mean, to be honest, you know, my younger sisters they were much closer than I ever was with them. So you know, it's gotten a little bit better, which is interesting to me too because my dad's passing brought us all a little bit closer, mm-hmm. which it could have Destroyed. completely yeah, yeah. gone the other way. If he was the linchpin, right? So, yeah. So I think that that's been, been one of the good things that came out of if, if it anything. could be a good thing. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know. You can always find a good something. Right. Yeah. yeah, right. Well, it's like on one of the topics we were talking about a few episodes back, we were talking about how there is no such thing as positive and negative in associating good and bad. Right. It's just positive and negative, and what are you going to do about it? Right. And well, I think so, we all have choices that we can make, and, you know, mm-hmm. I'm glad that those were the choices that we all made. Yes. Was to bring ourselves closer together. Mm-hmm. And then what is it that you think... Because, you know, some people are obsessed with legacy. Other people are just perfectly content with the white picket fence they've been able to accomplish in life. If there is a legacy that your dad kind of left you a little bit of as far as reputation or how you think of him or in a way that you remember him, like, is there something that kind of speaks to you that you can think is like, ooh, that's a part of me? Like how you said you have a little bit of a dry humor and you can talk to anyone. You know, because everyone has a... At the funeral... It's, it's kind of like this synonymous thing. He or she was a great guy, gal, and these are the memories, mm-hmm. you know. There's not a lot of people that get up there and are like, this fucking dude was a dick. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I'm not do. saying, like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Um, I mean, you know, my dad wasn't, like, perfect by any means. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I hate when, like, people are like, oh, we just... You know, you don't want to remember the bad, right? About somebody, you want to just, like, let that go. But, like, no, he wasn't perfect. He Mm -hmm. was human. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And there were things that, you know, happened in his life that I'm sure he wasn't very proud of and, you know, whatever. But his, his serving others is something that I take very seriously. Like, if I can help somebody, like, I will do it. Like, and I don't differentiate who it is you know what I mean like if you need help and you turn to me like I'm gonna help you Mm -hmm. you know what I mean so that yeah has to be something that I really take to heart yeah I think it's pretty cool when you take a step back and you look at the village concept of human beings the only reason why we are here is to serve one person like there's only a village of humans to be able to serve all of the humans, you know, mm-hmm. like for self, there is others mm-hmm. and, and for, you know, hot, there is cold. Like there's all of these balancing kind of, um, forces that we have in What's the world. It's the pendulum. Yeah, it's that, yeah, exactly. And the pendulum doesn't ever really settle at a center. It constantly goes from one end mm-hmm. to the next. And I just, I think it's really cool when it comes to serving others that your dad's been able to kind of really I guess send that piece home for you because sometimes I think a lot of us go through life a little numb yeah just kind of going through the motions and I pay my taxes and I do my job and you know there's there's no fully like realization of content and working for something amazing like I even when my dad was like going through treatment like he was like in the in the garage like building stuff and like you know doing all this stuff like yard work yard work for cripe's sakes like when he was going through chemo and radiation like what (laughs) so he's just like i'm still gonna do life yeah he would go for walks around the block (laughs) Mm -hmm. like yeah why not yeah dad maybe you should be taking it oh yeah he would call us up like on facetime and be like hey what are you doing (laughs) oh hey dad Oh, I'm I'm making myself breakfast, and he would. I mean, he would tell you the same breakfast (laughs) that he ate, you know, the day before, the day before that. But like, it was just who he was. He just wanted to talk to you, and like, he would tell you the same stories over and over again. But like, that's probably how I would be too. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, what the? (laughs) I mean, and he, him, and Ethan, when they would Facetime, like, he would pretend that he was like eating Ethan's head, like you know, he would put his mouth on the camera, and like. 
Ethan does that to my mom now. Nice. Oh, cute. Like That's adorable. Sh- yeah, it's hysterical. <laughs> it's so funny. So, yeah, I mean, you know, the little pieces to put together into, like, a big piece is the serving of others. Mm-hmm. Huge for me. Yeah, making sure that you're making yeah. your mark in somebody mm-hmm. else's life. I think that's what it's all about. Yeah. You know, just, just making sure that whatever you're doing is a positive effect on the community that's around you mm-hmm. because that's all that's all we have you know that right. whole saying of you die twice once when you physically leave this earth and the second time when somebody mentions your name for the last time mm-hmm. how are they going to mention your name right are they going to associate your name with positive influence and positive effect and are you going to have left this world with a reputation that made it a better place or are you going to be someone that at the very end of it you know they mentioned your name out of spite out of anger and Mm -hmm. is that the kind of energy you want to leave on this planet no absolutely not no it was it was such testament to who my dad was at his funeral in wake because he was the we were the only family that was in the funeral home they had to open up the other side of the funeral home and put chairs out mm-hmm. for everybody who came in for the service. Yep. I was dumbfounded. Baffled. Yeah. Like, I was like, how does my dad know all these people? Like, Man, mm-hmm. it reminds me of, uh, have you seen that movie Big Fish? Yes. Yeah, it reminds me of the ending of that. I was like, yeah. wow, okay, cool. Yeah, and I mean, it was just crazy. Yeah. To, I mean, I'm sure to all of us. Yeah, to you, he's dad. Yeah. You're like, oh, dad. Yeah. But you never really know, and that's the that's a really cool thing, is is seeing him through the eyes of others. Yeah. That's such an amazing aspect. Mm-hmm. And it was such a gift to see that, though. Mm. Because, you know, like you said, it was, that's my dad, you know, and that's... He goes to work, he comes home, like, he does this, he does that, and, like... Tells you the same story about yeah. all, the, all the breakfast he ate. Right? I mean, he was turning into, like, you know, one of those, like, funny old men that <laughs> were, like, just, like, sometimes they're a little crotchety, and sometimes they're, like, funny crotchety. Yep. But, like, also he wasn't, like, hearing you as well. Like, right, right. But it was funny, and he would tell, like, inappropriate jokes. Uh-huh. Like, and all of us girls would be like, oh, my God, <laughs> But the waitress at Denny's loved him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he loved everybody. Yeah. You know? That's like my grandpa now. He's 87, been through the Korean War, you know, went through bits and pieces of the Depression and moved out. Like, his his dad worked from gas station to gas station to get them from Idaho out to California. And he had a goat named Billy. <laughs> like, he and his brother would walk in like coveralls and barefoot to school where it was a one room schoolhouse and then when he got to LA he was like I gotta wear shoes for this shit <laughs> like, what are you Come doing on. yeah so he's been through some stuff and now when I look at him the only thing he needs is a hat that fits him well a polo shirt that compliments his eyes he's like I gotta look good I gotta look good for, for my wife and, and and pleats in his pants yeah that's all he freaking needs simple everything life else, yeah everything else he's just going and it's so funny he, he eats like in and out every day and Taco Bell every day. Oh, my day. dad used to eat not, crap. Yeah. Oh. Well, I asked him one day, I was like, Grandpa, you got to take better care of yourself. And he's like, no, I don't. I have outlived my retirement. Mm-hmm. I did not expect to be here this long. The doctor says I need to fix things. And I'm like, do I'm trying want. to go. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to enjoy my life. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm going to, yeah, exactly. I'm going to live it the way I want. And he's. He's in there working and doing things, putting up Christmas lights when yeah. he shouldn't, back surgery. Oh, my dad was on the freaking roof. They live in the south suburbs of Chicago. He's putting lights <laughs> on the roof of the house. Like Clark like, Griswold? Yeah. And just like, like that was oh, it's freezing. Yeah, it, it was. was Chicago, yeah, right? We watch yeah. it every Christmas. Movie, yeah. Oh, that's cool. But like, yeah, he's up there. I'm like, D- I don't. maybe you should hire somebody this year, Dad. I don't know. He's yeah. like... I got this. I just put, I put the clips out there already, Jennifer. It's fine. It yeah. only takes me a couple minutes. I was like, Makes you do Mom, the drum roll. How long did it take him? And she's like, Oh, it's taking a little longer than usual. I was like, Can you hire somebody? And she's like, No, your dad likes to do it. I'm going to let him do it. Yeah, you can't take I'm away like, okay. the man's livelihood, you know? No, he really, and, you know, he built that house basically. So oh, that's it's cool. like, you know. We lived there from the time I was like five, and mm-hmm. they still live there now. So, yep. how's your mom holding up? Yeah, 
life's different. Yeah, life's a lot different. Like lonely on that set, on that aspect. Yeah. Well, they were together since she was thirteen. Oh wow. Yeah, that's that's how my uh, grandparents were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were together. Yeah, and when they passed, like, it was weird. They, um, my granny, she passed, and then six months later, the, the husband, right, my well, broken grandpa, heart. Probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And it was weird because I don't like going back in that house. It's it's like creepy. To me, so you know, you kind of look around the corner. You're like, you expect them to be walking. It's like, what's strange yeah. is, I was talking to my mom on Facetime one day, and like, I don't know if you guys believe in like spirits or ghosts or anything like that, but like, I swear to you, I heard my dad's voice in the background. Yeah. And I was like, this is so weird. Mm-hmm. I immediately was like, Mom, I gotta go. Yeah. yeah, I can't. I gotta get off yeah. the phone. Yeah, if I'm hearing things. Yeah, whether whether I heard it in my mind or whether I heard it for real, it happened. I'm pretty sure I heard him like yell her name from like the other room, and I was like, <laughs> I, I gotta go. Uh, this is not <laughs> happening right yeah. now. But yeah, I mean, yeah. So how is how now that you've kind of had a little bit of an encounter through your father's death? Is there anything that you want to make sure you leave in your life for whenever you go. Is there anything that you're doing every day for life or is there anything that you have a kind of a goal for that you want to make sure that you have your bit of legacy that they have to expand the room for you when I you go? I think the same the same thing like you know that I always made sure to like be there for you know my kids or my mm. husband like you know that I made I made their life good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I didn't take away. I added to that. Yes. You know what I mean? And anybody that we came in contact with, I'm a huge believer in you leave something better than you found it. Yes. Because otherwise, what's the point? Yes. You know what I mean? My dad always would say, you know, any job worth doing is a job worth doing well. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel about people, too. Yeah. You know, you leave them better than you found them. That's true. People, things. Anything. Places. Yeah. Yep. Well, it's like the other day, what, you made that comment. <laughs> the other day, he and I were in, were in a, a very similar rut. <laughs> so we were like venting to each other about oh, life yeah. on, on messages. Yeah. And um, he's, like, he's like, oh, you know, the world is just full of shit people. And, and I was like, well, I don't think so. Because if that was the case, we'd, we'd all be dead. <laughs> like humans have a huge capacity. Right. For a lot of powerful change. Yeah. And I think if all of us were really crappy, then none of us would even be here. So yeah. the fact that you've got that aspect of like, you know, I mean, at the end we ended up kind of talking. He's like, yeah, I get it. No, no well, I, I remember. I remember yeah. what I wrote after that. I was like, have you seen the news? We're yeah. all fucked. Yeah, have you seen the news? We're all fucked. Like, but that's what the news is supposed to do is like know, report on like all this all fantastic stuff yeah. like yeah. yep 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 so it's kind of cool that that you were saying you know leave it better than you left it and all those basic concepts that were told when a kid but for some reason that is so hard for some people but that's that's the problem with society i mean like if you if you really want to get into that you mm-hmm. know what i mean that's the problem with society like if we all thought that yep the world would be a way better place, right? People want money. Right. That's yeah. what it is. It's just greed and money. Yeah, well, I think it's a big distraction. That. None of us are in touch with any... None of us are in touch with the fact that life is so treacherous that no one makes it out alive. That's that's a crazy thing yeah. to wrap your head around. Life is so arduous that at the end of it, we all die. Mm-hmm. And, the, and no one is in touch with how you sustain life. No one is in touch with the steps you take to bow out gracefully. Mm-hmm. No one is in touch with the not I shouldn't say no one but it's it's few and far between when you meet people that fully understand the gravity of what they're doing on an interactive basis with people things and places mm-hmm. so like the sto- the saying goes treat others how you want to be treated okay well for an if and only if proof if we were to kind of reverse that around then how you treat me is how you want to be treated well yeah and that's how I kind of take it with life I'm just I'm open to I've I've become even though I'm on a bit of a talking rant right now, I, I like listening and absorbing what people have to say and then treating them in kind. Right. And that's about as far as it goes. I don't give anybody enough rope to hang themselves anymore. I don't overextend myself. I do give mm-hmm. more than is expected, 
all the time because that's just the kind of person I am to service over extension though is a di- but yeah. totally different exactly yeah you know. over delivering because that's the kind of person you are right. is very different than um, expending something of yourself right so yeah treating others how they treat you is just kind of how I've decided to go and I've been pleasantly surprised with the fact that most people a strong majority of people do not have any ill intention towards you. And no. if there is an ill intention, it's something usually very self-oriented that they are unfortunately distracted with and dissatisfied with. It's their choices. It's their problem. That's within them. Yeah. It's just a bully. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. essentially, but if you think about it, though, everybody, if everybody took those concepts as a child mm-hmm. and grew with them as they got older and didn't have these, you know, smoke screens or whatever, it would just be way better. Yeah. 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 I think if if everyone took a little bit of time out of their day to master themselves yeah. a little bit more each day, it doesn't have to be a, a huge change. And, and if people understood that humans have this large capacity to change, like yeah. there's... Like, it, it, you know, your son's obsessed with the orcas and stuff. And mm-hmm. <laughs> circle of life, mom, when that orca just <laughs> ate that seal. Yeah, like, insane. Like, an orca has no choice but to be an orca. Yeah. Humans <clears throat> have this amazing ability to choose and change every day if they wanted to. I'm going to identify as an orca now. Oh, yeah. good. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, I respect you. I'll be... <laughs> yeah. That's a duck. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. my response. Okay. That's it. Well, I'm a dolphin. You're a dolphin? Well, I'm a lion now. Oh, God. <laughs> no, but like that capacity for change, if everyone, you know, took a little bit of time out of their day to master a little bit more of themselves and understand that, you know, leaving this place a little bit better than we left it and the servitude of others is what gives us self-gratification. Like, like you know, why, why do some people even become parents? Like, is it because you want to see yourself in somebody else or is mm-hmm. it because you want to make some life so much better than you had? Yeah. And, and that's where things get real interesting so I always have my, like, best thoughts when I'm in the shower. Uh-huh. Like, it's, I don't know if it's just, like, a cleansing of, like, my mind or something. Shower thoughts. It's a real yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, I really <laughs> have, like, the best ideas. My shower busted yesterday. So that's oh. not a great I idea. I don't have any no. good ideas <laughs> anymore. <laughs> they also, I'm not clean. The no. So. Oh, no. I can still take a bath. It's kind of the same thing, right? Sort of the same thing. Um, But no, I was thinking, like, Olivia really likes medical stuff. Mm -hmm. And I, it's a big joke between me and my friends. Like, I always say, well, it's okay, I'm a doctor. (laughs) I'm like, I watch Grey's Anatomy every week. I'm like, I'm a doctor. I can handle this. Like, get the (laughs) trach, I can put it in. It's fine. Forceps. I'm like, I trained at Grace Law Memorial. Like, I always joke about that. So, like, it's a big joke. But I hope that Olivia, like, becomes a doctor. Mm -hmm. Because she likes the same things that I do. Like, she's not at all scared of, like, medical stuff. And, you know, she's like, yeah, that's fine. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go to the doctor. Fine. Yeah. Is this arm broken? We're going to go get on set? That's cool. But but then there's me. I'm like, it's time to amputate. (laughs) (laughs) That that reminds me of Jack. I keep telling him he's he's an artist because he loves to draw. He's really good at it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'll say, man, you're like a genius, you know? So when I draw a picture now and uh, and then he's drawing with me or I'm coloring with him, he'll look at mine and he'll go, Dad, I think that's a little bit good, but I'm a genius and you're not, and and that's okay. And I'm like, bro, come on. Like maybe I built him up just a little too uh, yeah, much. Now, I, I think you like take him down a peg. Yeah, you guys have to play basketball together and just yeah. always oh, slam man. him. I gotta show you some videos of me and him playing basketball. Oh, I'm like gosh. dominating him, and it's hilarious. Well, that's like, like a, I really think it's interesting to kind of um, like put some things in check when it comes to kids and other people yeah. because I don't, I, I loved it when my, my uncle taught me how to play basketball and I'm super short, but I was just like, okay, well, you know, if I can, if I can be fast and get clearance to the shot, then I can shoot all the time. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the most satisfying things when I was finally 17 and I beat him. 
Yeah. And I was just, and and I beat him fair square. Like he mm-hmm. was he was out of shape. He was tired. He didn't you know I had done. <laughs> and what made me want to do that was to be like I'm in second place all the time. I'm losing all the time. I need to win. I need to win. I need to win. And so one day when I won, I was like. and so it's it's pretty cool you know kind of taking a step back from that and thinking how you know like if my uncle passes I'll have that memory yeah you know when my when my grandpa used to teach me everything about cars and now I have this affinity for cars and this education for vehicles because he was yelling at me to hold the light up correctly, and mm-hmm. he would say, Go "Oh my God, the flashlight! <laughs> yeah. Did you see that meme? Yeah, yeah, yeah. one time. Yeah. yeah, when all you know is how to you te- hold teach a about cars. Most you learn about cursing. And <laughs> <laughs> but he'd be, yeah, and like what he taught me the most was, you know, he would say, "Oh, go get this wrench, go get these clips, go get, you know, this Phillips head or whatever right. these this size socket," and. I didn't know what those were called. I would just go in and I'd be like, I think it's this. And he's like, no, that one. And he'd be like, I need it when, I get, when I'm doing this. Yeah. So over years of getting yelled at, something... <laughs> your yeah. muscle memory and your brain. <laughs> well, something clicked and I was like, now I know how to anticipate what he needs. Yeah. So he'd be like, wrench, and I'd already have it. You know, because he was teaching me how to do the oil change again or bleed the brakes again or rotate the tires again. And so you know exactly what needs to be done before it needs to happen. And those are the really cool effects that yeah. some people have on your life. It's like I was a I was a dental assistant once upon a time. Mm-hmm. And, like, I could even now still probably set up the tray for different procedures and things like that, which just probably plays into my whole I'm a doctor thing. <laughs> I'm a doctor. Like, it's okay, I got this. But, yeah, I mean, you know. It's okay. I'm a limo driver. Yeah. <laughs> and I always jo- like, it's, like, it's a huge joke. I'm like, Mike, it's fine. I'm a doctor. What do you need? Your back hurts? Yeah. It's cool. Let's perform surgery. Let me get some essential oils. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gotta take that arm's gotta come I off. I got a knife, and I got some alcohol, so what Let's do you want to do? Like, yeah. Got something. <laughs> Well, no, the other day I saw something about, like, how come in all these zombie apocalypse movies there's only veterinarians available instead of surgeons? (laughs) So true. And this guy was like, because a surgeon would most likely be in the hospital where the outbreak is occurring. Also, veterinarians have most gear in their cars, and they're trained to use medical devices on animals because most medical devices are not made for animals, so there's a lot of adjusting, understanding, and, and making all of these slight changes depending on which animal for what and so you can use different tools for different and this guy had this huge wonderful explanation and then there was a reply thread saying seems like you've thought of this before and he was like no nope. haven't <laughs> like, like what? get on the ball <laughs> I, I mean like, it just true. makes me think of a Grey's Anatomy episode no <laughs> <laughs> it's okay guys I'm a doctor I, again, I've seen that yeah. show a few times I haven't I haven't sat down and watched when we first got here I think it was here first got here I watched like three or four episodes mm. it was okay it wasn't bad yeah I watched up until it's my comfort Jenny. show like I watch it yeah over and over again mm-hmm. my comfort is 1980s pro wrestling <laughs> so, oh yeah hey I'm a huge pro wrestler. Yeah. Guy. <laughs> like, I'll turn on Grey's and Mike's like, you're watching it again? I'm like, uh, yeah. Uh, absolutely. You. I'm doing continuing education. Don't <laughs> you worry. Yes. I have to recertify yeah. every year. I need my x-ray cert uh-huh. today. Exactly. Tomorrow, it might be something else. Ortho. Like, I don't know. Your TV prints out your doctrine after, <laughs> well, after like, like six seasons. My certificate. Well, and then season 11, you have your lesbian cert. And then, yeah. you, got, you got all kinds of and then you have And then you have Denny the Dead Man cert. And then you've got like all these different... Spoilers! Spoilers! Cover your ears and sing. Yeah, I've exactly. seen three episodes. Oh my gosh. Now you know the basic logistics of Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. I've watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Like, uh, oh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. All the great. seasons like four times. It's made me more smart. It's coming back, it's isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's still and going. They say, uh, somebody else picked it up. Somebody else, yeah. yeah. Which somebody they should. Going. I can't believe they'd ever cancel that show. Well, at the towards the end of the podcast, I always like to ask for uh, practical advice for any listeners out there that are going through a similar thing or have gone through it and can't get over it. Um, or would like to be able to use the experience as a tool to move forward, what practical advice do you have to get to a place where you are able to operate through the day and use your father's death as a pleasant thing to smile on instead of something to always be very upset about and angsty about? 
Gratitude. Yeah. Gratitude as a whole. Just um, if you're looking for things to be grateful for, you don't concentrate on the bad stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, so I craft. That's just something I like to do. Yeah. So I like to make little gifts for other people. If I'm thinking about how grateful I am that I can provide this little piece of happiness for somebody mm-hmm. while I'm doing it, I mean, what is there to be mad about? Mm-hmm. So your your application of gratitude is just being able to do all the knickknacks and yeah. and kind of express that gratitude. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, I think the gratitude and things and being grateful, like that's something that I'll do is if I'm not feeling like doing hair because there are some days where I don't. You know, most days, I'm absolutely all about it. I love it. And the other day, I even put up a post about how cool it was to turn this girl around and she just saw her hair and she was like, oh my God, I love it. And the, so happy. And it happened to me every single client yesterday. Every single client was like flabbergasted with how great everything turned out because it was what they'd asked for. Mm-hmm. And then and, the day before, she yelled at me about balance. <laughs> That's true. It's yeah. all about balance. I know. But, <laughs> there, there was some F-bombs dropped. There was. I was like, what did I do? Oh, yeah, there was. Jeez. I mean, let's, let's be honest. Like, my husband would be like, yeah, yeah, Jen, nice. That's mm-hmm. all good and well. But then... Last night you were really nasty, like you hey, know whatever. Well, I gotta find balance. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> I'm find sorry, the you're the you're the closest one to me, so uh-huh. you get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, but like, yeah, like what you're saying with your haircuts, how they really enjoyed them mm-hmm. and everything like that, because yeah, you can just tell in that picture she loved yeah. her hair, which is really cool. So there's there's just a gratefulness, you know, like it's it's 11:40 and someone is 20 minutes early for their appointment, and I'm like, okay, just like a bank. You can't walk in at 7.59. You have to wait until 8. But that's yeah. cool. You're here. And I ring the bell. And I let them in. And the smile. And I just think to myself, I'm smile. so grateful yeah. for someone coming to me. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful to have this aptitude and skill and want this desire to be good at it, too. Right. So as soon as, that great, as soon as that gratitude hits, it's a whole different day. You can't be mad anymore. No, you yeah. can't be upset. You have nothing else but the smile. I've had people, and I thought it was weird because you know, I, I do photography and stuff. So mm-hmm. I had people like come to me and they're like, you made my parents cry. I'm like, why? Well, <laughs> good no, bad, it was good. good. It was good. They yeah. really loved your parents. I was like, oh, good. <laughs> so you're like, like, oh. <laughs> Remember that Halloween shoot with the pregnant woman? Yeah. She's, this woman was so awesome. She was yeah. all about having this, like, I'm a zombie mom and dead babies coming out cool. of me thing. But she loved it, man. That's yeah. cool, though. Yeah, yeah. She was all yeah, about she was, it. She, yeah, she had to make up like a zombie, and there was like this baby reek <laughs> coming out. I'll have to show you the picture. It's, That's cool, it's, and, and then I edited it, and it looks like, oh, it's, it's so, like, demonic and weird. <laughs> but it's really, really cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I even just like putting things up in the house to like, you know, for the kids or whatever. Like Yeah, I love your house. It's like a kindergarten. Because it, awesome. so everybody thinks I homeschool, but mm-hmm. no, no, no. I don't nice. homeschool. I need to I looked at that this stuff. Yeah, no one can like, see it, but because we're we're on a podcast, also the camera's facing this way. Yeah. But no. it's pretty wonderful in I was here. I just like I need to do this stuff for Jack. Having for it real, set up. man. Yeah, I need I need a lot of stuff like this. ABCs, one, two, threes. But I mean, you know, it just because they see it and it brings joy to them. And they're like, hey, mom, you know, what's this? Or what do, what do we do with this? And I'm like, this is for you to do blah, blah, blah with, you know. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay. <laughs> Got it. You know, yeah. yeah. I mean, to just make people happy. Yeah. That's you know? the big, yeah, that's a yeah, big thing. Yeah, take a deep actually. breath. Yeah. Like, take a few deep breaths. I mean, I'm not perfect. Yeah. And, and I get mad and I get angry too. But, you know. Mm-hmm. I think we, I mean, we, we all do. Honestly, what, what I can't stand is this is what instantly made me think of this. <laughs> when you said, well, I'm not perfect and all this other stuff, but you see those people on Facebook, it's like, oh, the love of my life, and da 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 And then they're like, in real life, they just hate each other. Yeah. I'm just like, stop. <laughs> well, honestly, stop. Then, this is just my opinion Don't even post that. that. But, like, people who are, like, overly... That's what it is, yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. what are you, like... Compensating for? Yeah. yeah. Like, What's I a think compensation? On my anniversary, I think I put, like, uh, what did I say? Like, to my wife, I wrote, I've tolerated you for eight years. Love you, bye. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, love you, too. <laughs> so I'm like, Essentially, oh. this is marriage. Love is. You want to know what marriage is or you want to know what this is? Relatable yeah. AF. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. How, that's just how it is. I'd yeah. rather be real about things than, like, 
sugarcoat them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I feel yeah. like, ooh, who's it helping if I'm like, oh, life is so perfect. Yeah, no, the nitty gritty, like nobody, nobody wants the perfect story. Like we don't want, even Hallmark movies have a, have a pinnacle like tragedy that yeah. the character needs to get over. You know, there's people love hearing the stories of adversity. It's particularly why I definitely wanted to talk to you on this topic because death is the ultimate adversity. Like, yeah. no one is going to cheat it. And so, for the rest of us that are still living, you know, how are we going to carry through it and and still be even gratitude, you know, have gratitude for that? I think also, like, I just need to really say that our tribe here. Mm-hmm. What? They were just amazing. That's great. When this situation happened. Um, We had a family that we were stationed with in Maryland. They were here doing laundry, of all things, because they were living in the lodge. And and, um, luckily, they were here to, like, really kind of take a burden off of us. Yeah. And um, they stayed at the house. I was like, just stay at the house, you know, while we're... In Chicago, I'm like, no sense in you guys living in the lodge anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, you got beds and everything yep. here. Full functioning, everything. Yeah. Space and privacy from kids and, and you animals. Can use everything. Yeah. So just come in and use that. And then all my friends were, you know, like, what can we do? What can we do? And they came in with dinner and like That's amazing. helped out and stuff. It was mm-hmm. it was really great. Cool. It was yeah. really heartwarming, really. Absolutely. You know. Yeah, the makes sense me of community. sad to leave. Yes. Yeah, I hear that's a big thing, going back to the states where everything is so big. And then you try to make friends, and people are like, why are you trying to be such a fast friend? Take a seat. <laughs> yeah, this is weird. And you're like, I want to be a friend. <laughs> Come on, let's hang out. <laughs> yeah, I want to craft. <laughs> you're just banging on the door. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. in. I see you. Yeah, exactly. I have glue and yarn. Come on. I'm a doctor. It's fine. I'm a doctor. <laughs> I can I can handle anything. I have twine. Yeah. <laughs> this is jute and hemp. I yeah. can do anything. What do you like to do? <laughs> Crossfit. Well, I cross stitch. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm super grateful for being here today. Thank you so much yeah. for like welcoming for your coming. home, having coffee ready, yeah. having cinnamon, cinnamon buns ready. Buns. Oh my gosh, delicious, amazing! Smells like Christmas in here. It's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully we'll be getting this out on Friday. Sweet, and making sure the people can hear a little about about a little bit about life and yeah. Jennifer. Awesome sauce. Cool. cool beans. You good? I'm good. Thanks for coming. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. All right. All right. We out. We out. Bye.